0: Hey, all you bankers out there, it's time to get engaged with customer engagement. Not that it's easy. Today, engagement is a moving target. What's the key to getting a firm grasp on it all? To find out, we'll be talking with Carrie Stapp, Senior Vice President, Product Management at Harland-Clark. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies, where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that will help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, the managing editor of BAI. Come on in. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. And what a treat we have for you today. We have coming in from the great state of Indiana, Carrie Stapp. Carrie is the Senior Vice President Product Management at Harlan Clark. She's responsible for managing the product life cycle from understanding client and consumer needs, assessing industry trends, and identifying competitive threats to realizing strong business opportunities that deliver results. And Carrie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Now, you need to help me here because, honest to goodness, I am confused. Customer engagement, it seems that every time I turn around, that term means something different. We are in changing times. How do you define customer engagement?
1: You know, customer engagement, I think, for financial services really is about enabling the end user of those financial products, the ability to easily engage in and use the products that make their lives easier. You know, I think the banking industry, the really important thing is for your products to be front and center and solve problems for the end consumer. But the real ease of being able to get a customer involved and allowing those products to work in the background of their life really is the most important factor. They shouldn't be thinking too hard about, being able to use their financial services. They're using their products related to their bank or credit union every single day. And so... From the perspective of customer engagement and what that means for financial solutions, I really feel like it is you know all encompassing in terms of knowing which products and services your customers have, which ones are most likely for them next, what's going to be next in their bailiwick, as well as being able to get easy usage and adoption of all of the benefits and features that make it easy for the customer to do their banking or financial services
0: interactions. There's always a part two in what the podcast host doesn't know. Customer engagement's also a moving target, right? It is. What it means in 2019 is not necessarily what it meant even in 2017. What do you see as being different about customer engagement? How's that target moved?
1: i think that all of the digital interactions use of you know buzz terms like big data really is influencing the consumer's expectation of their relationship with any business that they interact with and so you know 2019 we're sitting here in the days of social media instant communication between not only person to person, but also you know with healthcare providers, with bankers, with everyone, right? We're in the age of Amazon where I'm looking for a product and it's intelligently telling me the things that everybody else is buying with this. The other piece of, I think, what's influencing what we have today is just the amount of information available to the consumer, their ability to research and purchase from the luxury of their home versus human to human interaction. And so, you know, this moving target, and, you know, I've, I've been around banking and financial services for 20 years professionally. And when I think about what it meant in my early days, it really was more about that human interaction and the branch and did the teller know my name? And today it's about whether or not the bank has the ability to communicate with me when I'm not there how do we get in front of the end consumer when they're not coming to you? And so it's really turned from customer engagement being reactive, meaning how are we going to treat you when the customer walks in the door to customer engagement proactively? That's what the consumer expects now. And so, you know, I think this is a fast moving target. I think the development and FinTech and all the ways that money is moved and purchases can happen, it really is the catalyst behind this moving target called customer engagement.
0: Now, in your piece, Three Ways to Deliver First Class Customer Engagement for BAI's March Executive Report... You discuss how organizations should be optimizing personal interactions, but it's not always easy, right? Can you share thoughts on this and what's the impact that personal interactions can have on customer engagement?
1: Personal communication and interaction at this point really is becoming table stakes, right? And some of the barriers to being able to achieve this in the financial services industry really starts with the data and the technology that banks use, core platforms that were originally designed to be processing systems and not data analytics for understanding consumer behavior. Yet the consumer now is very accustomed to, you know, as I was mentioning earlier, the Amazon effect. The ability for what's valuable to me right now. And I only want to hear about what's valuable to me right now. Why don't you know that? That's really becoming the expectation from consumers on business interactions that they have. Know me, know what I already have with you and know what's important to me. The days of, you know, let's do one big campaign to everybody and hope that the ones that have a need at this time, jump is changing into this evolution of my own personal customer journey. And so when you think about what impact personal interactions have, it really is that change, right? Again, it's proactive interaction versus reactive. Tell me about your needs and we will provide you with the product and service that's right for you. Today, what consumers expect is that we already know what their needs are and we're presenting them with options at the right time. It's exciting, but it's difficult to execute on in the financial services industry because of the way that data looks. And so if we can optimize that in the financial services industry and capitalize on what we know and be predictive of What the consumer is looking for, I think that it really starts to transform the interactions that the customer has. They expect, as I said, for their bank to know them. They expect for their bank to know what's important to them right now. So it really is that transformation that creates that customer engagement. But I don't know if today financial institutions can really say they are good at customer engagement if they don't have the ability to provide proactive personal interaction.
0: That is an outstanding answer. And to those listening, I do want to direct you to the piece that Carrie wrote for BAI. You've described it from the customer's end. Now let's look at the financial institutions and what steps can they take to make this easier for the customer?
1: I think that the first thing is they really need to look at what their strategy is in terms of the impact it's going to have on the end consumer. And so what I mean by that is if you're coming up with a strategy, step back and follow that strategy From the customer's perspective, financial services, we have a tendency to make sure that operationally it works, which of course is vital, but now really stepping out as the consumer and watching how that evolution flows across, does it make sense for the consumer? Here's an example of what I mean. If I'm going to be digitally marketing and communicating with different offers or ways to reach the consumer in advertising, for example on their device, right, through social media or whatever it is, make sure that you have the ability to make it easy for the customer to get to the point of sale. If what I'm doing is marketing and talking to the consumer through channels that don't allow the consumer to take action and take advantage of whatever it is you're putting in front of them, you're really doing a disservice not only to your own brand, but to the consumer. And so that I think is really important to have that holistic approach to understanding the entire strategy and the impact that it has on the customer. I think the other thing is easy ways for them to engage and use your products. So, you know, is your bill payment system as easy as it sounds in all of the things that you tell them? Is this something that when I'm the consumer and I've stepped away from your branch that I can easily adopt, that I can easily use, and that's going to make my life as the consumer easier? I think really having that perspective and the intention of whatever it is you're implementing the effect being making it easier for the consumer in their daily life it makes it much much easier to be clear on the initiative and to win the hearts of the consumer
0: and there is another way to win of course it's the onboarding process and bai managing director carl dahlgren has talked a lot about this that online account opening for example is very difficult compared to what consumers expect. Now, where can financial services organizations begin the onboarding process when new customers show up at their door?
1: I think it really starts right then. I've had experiences as a consumer where you know I've opened up a new checking account or deposit account, and I've got all the information written down on how I'm going to log into my online banking the first time or get my debit card activated. Any way to access my account, right? And so by the time I leave the branch, get in my car, or you know log off, and you know my phone rings or life starts to happen, what happens is I go, I'll get back to that, right? And so the ability to immediately engage that customer at the time of point of sale, at getting signed up and using these types of services, again, there's benefit, obviously, to the financial institution. But the real benefit then is, you know, the consumer saying, I just can't live without this product in my life. And there's not a whole passion from consumers to say, I absolutely love my checking account, right? I don't love a checking account the way that I would love a Louis Vuitton handbag, for example. But what I do love is that I have access to my funds, to my money, that it's easy regardless if I'm you know, going into the grocery store, going to a restaurant, getting gas, needing to get cash, whatever the reason is, I interact with my account all day long. And how I go about my daily life. And so the onboarding process really starts with, is it easy to use the product in my everyday life? And how do you get that engagement right at that time? And then letting the consumer understand that, you know, the next process of that onboarding really is about, hey, you know, were you able to use this? We want your feedback. We want to hear from you so that we can make our process better. And so I think understanding that two-way communication back is also really important. And then that onboarding process moving into prediction and understanding of what the consumer needs and wants right now.
0: Clearly, none of this is going to be a snap of the fingers, but you have laid out a beautiful roadmap to all of this. Carrie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Carrie Stapp is Senior Vice President Product Management at Harland Clark. You can look for Carrie on LinkedIn. And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, Customer engagement at its core means allowing customers to easily use technology, devices, and financial services in the background of their lives. But it also is a moving target with big data and digital technology playing a role. It shifts customers' expectations towards speed and getting help with making intelligent decisions. Number two, does your bank have an ability to communicate with a customer when they're not there? This equates to table stakes, and the technology banks use today must move from reactive to proactive customer engagement. Think of it in terms of the three forms of knowledge. Know me, know what I have with you, and know what's important to me. And number three. In this age of customer engagement, banks optimize and capitalize on what consumers want. But are banks doing a good job at this? We need to look at strategy and how it impacts the consumer. So step back and take another look at how things flow, go, and evolve for the consumer. Think of an ad on social media that leads to an easy action on the product or service. A few taps or clicks, and they're on their way to you. Welcome to Decision Time where our podcast guest walks us through a major decision they had to make, how they made it, and how it has impacted their career. Just one year ago, Carrie Stapp faced one of those crossroads that's still fresh in her mind. It involved a decision made around her when her bank merged into another one. What influenced her move to product management at Harlan Clark? Call it a chance to expand, grow, and make a bigger difference for consumers and the industry. Listen.
1: I'm a year removed from the experience I'm going to share with you. And I worked in banking and marketing and consumer product management for 20 years with what started to be a community bank, moved into a um, bit of a larger $5 billion bank. And our bank went through 23 mergers and acquisitions or something of that crazy number. And the bank was now being acquired into a much larger institution, You know, moving up much over the $13, $14, $15 billion range. I had an incredible opportunity to continue with the new combined entity in product management. And at that same time, I was presented with the exciting opportunity of running product management for marketing solutions for Harlan Clark. And it was probably the hardest decision I've ever made because I was really torn But something inside me was telling me that this point in my life, I really needed to step out on a ledge and get outside of my comfort zone in order to really expand my capabilities and what I could bring to the table. You know, what really drove the decision for me and make a career move that big after 20 years was to really have the effect of affecting the industry on a whole broadening my perspective at dealing with all sides of financial institutions and certainly didn't come without times of uncertainty and being scared, but it is working out really well.
0: Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. We hope to have you back with us very soon. Be sure to check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts at BAI.org. Our producer, as always, is James Grady. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Lou Carloso, the Managing Editor at BAI. We'll see you soon. So long.